Hi, my name is Marcy Lundy. Today is Tuesday, October 26th, 2021. And this is the Cult of Kindness podcast. Mm. It, it's the end of the month and that mm was <laughs> from what we've all come to know and love as everyone's favorite guest. Everyone's favorite guest. I like that. Like I said, I'm going to get that on my my tag or, or what is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like have just a bunch of gear that has everyone's favorite Everyone's guest. favorite guest. And actually, it's just kind of worldwide if you think about it because we have guests, B&B, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I look, I won't look strange when I show up to a, a B&B. You could totally just make it a brand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody's <laughs> guests. <laughs> so how right. you doing? Good. How about you? Good, 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 good. If Happy to is, be here. Yes. If this is your first time listening to the Cult of Kindness podcast, welcome. Uh, the Cult of Kindness is a masterclass for all of us that are on a kindness journey. And so... Uh, at the end of each month, everyone's favorite guest, a.k.a. my husband, <laughs> uh, usually comes on. And uh, this week or this month, the book of the month was The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. And mm-hmm. someone, not me, did mm-hmm. not read mm-hmm. the book in its entirety. I'll be having <laughs> stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so not, do I. Okay, but, but not, I mean, I just, it, it, it just... Oh God, life happens. This is a friend of ours, so it's a and. Uh, I know, but we have a shared Audible account, so it's. We do. We do. Like I said, <laughs> you can you can see that Malcolm Gladwell book yeah. played. So. It, it is. It is okay. I have to admit, my priorities are mixed up. So guilty. Up, so You're guilty. guilty. I'm totally guilty. <laughs> I can't even say give you a legitimate excuse or anything like that. So yeah, I, don't uh, even try. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but we were on a walk yesterday. Uh, we were actually returning from a speaking engagement he did with a couple of littles. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool! I like that littles. I like yes. that. <laughs> And so I had asked him if he wanted to be on for today's episode and um, something I was saying that he could use uh, as the book dealt with trauma and how uh, this month I wanted to relate how you could get from a trauma path to a kindness path. I, uh, if you don't mind, I'd love you to discuss a particular instance with your mother. Yeah, yeah. And before I say that, you know, I think that, you know, this is a helpful uh, tag along to go with, you know, uh, as you you are coming out of that kind or coming out of that traumatic uh, phase in your life, and uh, you know it can be, it, you know, this can help as far as uh, uh, your outlook or your perspective on the world. But uh, what Marcy's yes. talking about is, uh, I, you know, I, as most of your listeners may or may not know, I use a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and I use, a, I'm in a wheelchair, yes. and. Uh, um, you know, for the longest time after my accident, you know, after you, when you get have a spinal cord injury, you go through uh, physical rehabilitation and things like that, and so you kind of build up this uh, bubble, if you will, and you're in this bubble of of people that you're familiar with, the doctors and the nurses. Uh, with me, with my family, and uh, you know, uh, um, even after I got home. So after you're discharged from the hospital, you know, you, you the thing is, you, they want you to go out, but a lot of times with, with me, I didn't have those skills yet. So, and I didn't know I didn't even need them because wow. you know, because of Prague Hospital, 
uh, you know, they teach you that kind of stuff. I didn't get to Craig Hospital till '97, okay. but uh, um, so I didn't know we needed these skills. But uh, the story goes, uh, I, I I would always eat at restaurants, and you know, I would always be in uh, going one and go out all the time. And but I wanted food from Red Lobster. It was one of my favorite restaurants when I was able-bodied and, and mm-hmm. you know, going back and everything. So, yeah. shout out to Cheesy Biscuits. Let them Cheesy Biscuits. Can't get enough of them. Cheesy Biscuits. But my mother was one of those people that, you know, I miss her so much. And I do. You know, I think if you don't miss your mother, you know, after she's gone, she just stays in your heart and just comes around there. But uh, my mother was one of those people that just always pushed me, and without even knowing it, I, I didn't even know she was doing it. Yeah. But um, you know, what happened? What happened was, um, <laughs> she was very tired, unbeknownst to me, of sitting at home and ordering in all the time. <laughs> and so one day, uh, my brother happened to be visiting uh, from, he had to be, uh, happened to be, uh, you know, on leave from Air Force. He was in the Air Force. And yes. my mother was like, well, hey, well, let's go to rest of the Red Lobster restaurant. And I was like, okay, okay a little bit, because I didn't know that I was going to have the problem that I'm about to talk about. Oh. And that is reacclimating into society. And wow. that is, was, I didn't have the language for it. Yes. But I'm thinking that was just as traumatic as anything because going re, being reintegrated into society where you were once an able-bodied person and the restaurant that you were in at one time was a restaurant that you may have visited when you were able-bodied and sure. now you're rolling, you're being pushed into the restaurant, literally pushed into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being very anxious. I didn't know what that was then, but I was very anxious. I was very nervous because here I am, 14-year-old steward in a restaurant and people are looking. I feel like people are looking. I feel different. I'm standing out literally like a thumb and a, a, a green thumb and not even a good green thumb. I'm just standing <laughs> out. That's what now, I Now, were like. they actually looking at you? I don't think they were or not. You know, it, it, was, it just felt weird because like I said, I was in this area where I, it was very unfamiliar and mm-hmm. very, very new. And it wasn't something that I was used to because like I said, I was used to being in my house, being at, before that, being in the confines of a hospital that was at the time, I was, it was home to me. I was kicking it with the nurses. I was kicking it with the, the physical therapists, things like that. So that was my world. But yes. my mother was, you know, say, look, you, you got to expand things. And I didn't know that she was, in her own special way doing that and mm. so we went we went to the restaurant i remember very vividly sitting there looking at the lobsters <laughs> on my <laughs> right hand side that were probably about to be devoured or whatever yeah and uh, i think every my, red lobster has that taste. <laughs> yeah that's set up exactly you have the, the, the lobster and the other one is a another aquarium for the really lucky fish wouldn't uh, maybe <laughs> They get saved. They get saved, exactly. So, like, they're jealous. They're giving the uh, lobsters looks. I'm sorry. Anyway, I just played out my head. Yes. <laughs> so, so we got in this world, and I, I, I was there, and I, like I said, that anxiety started to build up, and I was like, this is different. And I, I'm, I'm a 14 year old steward, and I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh. So, anyway, 
make a long story longer <laughs> my mother was <laughs> my mother we rode into the main area and seated and everything my brother got the chair out of the way and everything mm-hmm. and we were sitting there and i just felt like everybody in that restaurant was looking at me because mm-hmm. uh, you know i because I, I my quadriplegic i couldn't feed myself at the time right and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh god when my mother picks up this fork everybody's going to look at how differently i, I need to be fed wow. i'm a grown man or a per, or uh, individual that needs to be fed and I know that's going to look different yeah and it, it scared the crap out of me mm. and so I remember my mother it was shrimp scampi see it's, it's funny how you can just put this in your head <laughs> you still love like, your shrimp scampi. I love that shrimp scampi it yeah. sounds good for lunch too I ain't gonna lie but uh, <laughs> but it was a situation where you know I just was really overwhelmed with all these people and all these senses and everything mm-hmm. new senses and new, new experiences and my mother it, it, it made me afraid and the first night, I don't think I told you this the first time around, but yeah. the first night I went back home and I was very afraid. I remember just mm. having little nightmares of people looking at me. Oh, and, wow. But my mother started it off where when we were in the restaurant, she, you know, I told my, she, she knows her son. Right. And she looked at me and said, I had that look on my face and she said, baby, look, mm. you know, it could be just, they're just looking at you because you're maybe, a, you're attracted to them. You, you're they're wondering oh i wonder how that uh gentleman get in a wheelchair how did he become in a wheelchair which yeah. is none of their business or anything like that but they're just no. curious they're just curious yeah. and um you know that put me at ease a little bit and they put me at ease to the point where i could eat a meal and look around and i'm like okay i'm eating food and everything's fine and my mother put me <laughs> at home i wasn't so as dying you looked around, <laughs> did you notice that anyone was looking at you or I'm not damn person was it's just, it's just nobody was looking whatsoever it was it was in my head because i felt like okay i'm different and i'm pretty sure it was somebody but you know it it was it was in my head that i'm different and i'm going into a world that is no longer me anymore people don't look like me in this space mm-hmm. people don't i mean I, I have the language for that now but i didn't then sure. so you know subsequently you know, I went home and I would have like little nightmares about these things. Mm-hmm. And and they weren't like, you know, wake up sweating kind of nightmares. It was just things that concerned me. And my Created oldest, a trauma you didn't even realize. Right there, right there. And I was always a little bit hesitant of how I look. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to put uh, some more onto this, my mother uh, is very much like my sister. My sister's like my mother. Mm-hmm. But my sister elevated that, that, uh, that standard of, of going on to public. And she was like, why do you care? Yes. You're going to eat a meal. Why do you care that these people may look at you? And if they look at you, give them something to look at. Louder give for the people in the back, yes. <laughs> give them something to look at. I mean, right. and, and, and in a good way, not that you're going to just like, hey, just start, you know, jumping, doing, uh, well, I wouldn't be jumping, but. <laughs> if but you doing do, you got worlds. a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it would be, it, I wasn't going to be jumping around or anything like that. It was just like, you know, okay, I've learned now to, you know, being in that spot of, you know, 30 some odd years, 38 years uh, ago from being in that area of, being very afraid of eyes yes. to what we were experiencing yesterday to going into a school and mm. having these young individuals yes. who are very inquisitive in a very genuine way mm-hmm. that they're asking questions and all eyes on me. And now I've Stuart Tucker Lundy in 20, wherever year we're in, yes. um, 
I expect you to look at me. I expect that attention, but I don't demand it. Yes. I just expect it. So I know when I roll into a room, I'm going to be different. Unless yes. I, and even if you roll into a room with other folks that have a disability, mm-hmm. you're going to be different. But that's the thing that you celebrate is your difference. Hell yes. It's the fact that you are different. Yes. And <laughs> that helps a lot that you celebrate your differences instead of uh, pushing them down. Now, if that difference is causing you pain or anxiety, then that's when you need your friends around you, you need individuals around you who can see that trauma, if you will, right. or see that area where you, you you need help. And then I think that's where the kindness of your cult of, of, of loyal listeners comes in. Right. You see something, you know, they, they tell you after what, 9-11, see something, say something, or see Absolutely. something, report it. Yes. Well, it works with kindness too. If you see somebody in an area where they're not comfortable. If you have life experience in that area and you can can, can at least offer some advice or uh, advice, wait for it to be solicited first. But I don't just run up to people, hey, I got something to tell you. No, 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 it doesn't, work to, it doesn't really work that way. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, who are you? <laughs> but if you develop a friendship with somebody and you see that friend is in need, and they're in a traumatic space and they're going through something right. this is when you put on your your uh your your uh your your, your suit of the cult of kindness and you march in there mm-hmm. and you say to themselves hey look i i've been through what you're going through so it's not that bad on the other side matter of fact it's pretty good but you have to get through this yeah. and that's what i i'm sorry that, that's what i had to get through in that restaurant yes getting over the fact and my mother pulled off first the the band-aid, if you will, of the fact that that trauma was under there that I didn't know was a thing. And so good. Yeah. my sister and other individuals started to tell me, or started to, the people that I, I care for, started to tell me, hey, look, you're different, but you're supposed to be different. <laughs> so right. Celebrate it. And uh, it yes. got to the point where it was just like, you know, I, I I don't often pat myself on the back because I, I'll leave that for others if they choose to do it. Right. But I am damn proud of the fact that I went from not wanting anybody to look at me mm-hmm. to being on stages, having you you do a, a great job. Actually, you take so many pictures of me. I, I'm just <laughs> like, oh my God, where, where did that picture come from? But yeah, for Cult of Kindness family, she takes pictures of everything and everybody, but she takes a lot of pictures of me. Mm, so I um, <laughs> she does, she does. So, you know, that right there, your kindness as a person that sees something different in me than I didn't see in myself. Mm-hmm. And now I have not a persona, but I see a different layer of myself through your eyes. Yes. So, well, you know, I've always shared that it was important that I wanted people to see you the way I saw you, not this guy in a wheelchair. Yes, mm-hmm. you're in one, but you, there's so much more to you. Your you put style on me. I ain't gonna lie, sponsor. You put style <laughs> on me. You gave me style. I may have had some, some swagger or whatever you going did. into it. Yes. But you put the style on me. It's like you put some stank on it. No, you put <laughs> style on it. <laughs> you yes. put some style on this brother. So you needed I mean, to be seen more. I, I did, you know, and I really didn't realize. And you know, and I'll have a, 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 a love affair with myself as far as <laughs> having being seen being seen then every so often i have to take a break because i'm like okay i'm tired of seeing myself so well and that's natural <laughs> unless you're yes. just like a hopeless uh narcissist yeah, you're very yeah because everybody's <laughs> a narcissist get it you are a narcissist because if you want to be seen 
that's narcissistic behavior and it's natural but you just can't be on 20 with it right and stay around stay around one to five or so but if you start getting <laughs> to the point where it's like yeah you got i would think i would think that's just me that's just my opinion don't no. you know, take it for what it's worth so yeah yeah, yeah. There's too much of anything is indeed never good <laughs> yes, yes except money right <laughs> We have a friend, and I, uh, after the podcast episode, I'll share with you who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but many years ago, when we first moved here, we had a friend uh, that was like, oh, man, you know, I just, I don't know. It'd be so hard to go out, you know, basically referring to us as a couple going out and, mm-hmm. you know, we're different and you're in a wheelchair. And he's, he was like, I don't know, like, just dealing with the stairs and First of all, I was like, what do you mean? I, I mean, I didn't say this. And if I had had the wherewithal and, you know, the mouth that I do now, <laughs> I probably would have. Because, you know, we had never said, oh, you know, when we go outside, people are looking. So it's like, okay, that's your problem. Because we've never expressed that we have eyes looking at us when we go out to restaurants or wherever we're going. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, if, if he ever said anything again today, I'd be like, what makes you think uh number one that people are looking at us or number two <clears throat> that we can't handle that yeah i mean i've come to the point now actually like i told you i expect it i mean mm-hmm. it, it's 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 second nature for me to know that you know i'm a black man in a wheelchair with a very nice beard that you've off for me <laughs> so i want you to look at this beard she spent a lot of time on it and i go to the <laughs> to some place to get it done if, when she's not in the mood to do it so but yes. uh, um and because you know, of your I, kindness if people look or say something then they're like oh this guy's so nice it's a teachable moment i i I pride myself on the fact and also you too that we're approachable we're very approachable because you can look at somebody and you can look at them and 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 look at the 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 shape of their face or for that matter the the mood that's on their face and they're wearing everything on their face the only thing i can do for those individuals is smile and keep on going because it's Mm -hmm. the fact that if anything, I want to teach that person that why I'm smiling and you may perceive me as being, oh, well, why is he smiling? And yeah, ask yourself that. Why is the guy in the wheelchair smiling? Right. You're walking along. Yeah. <laughs> having a sour face. Like so. you had a sour patch kid. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you might want to rethink your, your daily life. You, you just walk by me. You have that privilege. The fact that you are up and uh, above ground, that is a privilege right there. Uh, yes. So, you know, all those things factor. So, um, oh, yeah. you know, looks and stares, they, they, they don't bother me. I mean, if anything, it, it makes me know that I am different. And when you get a stare, you, you take that. And I mean, if it, it, when I say get a stare, I mean, when somebody looks up at you, or at least for me, and when somebody looks up in my way, yeah. they give a smile first. They don't right. give a dead stare. They, I rarely, rarely, very seldom do I get just that blank look. I've never seen uh, anyone looking no, at that no. no, I Yeah, I get more or less like, like the like the RCA dog with his head turned. <laughs> uh, and now for uh, millennials, RCA was a uh, uh, label <laughs> of a record. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> it was kind of like Spotify, but for independently owned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Well, it was so funny, like uh, when you were with the littles yesterday, which were the students the at Paris so Elementary bad. School. And, yeah, they were so receptive and they were all in. They wanted to know all about your experience. They, yeah. they were so, it was so cool to be around people that, little folks that uh, get it. I mean, and when I say get it, 
they 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 haven't built up a callousness toward the world. They haven't built up a a, a jagged view or a jaded view of the world. They are just wanting the little itty bitty tape recorders. That just that's what I saw when I when, when group after group would come in. I yes. just saw little tape recorders that come in and they put your attention on you and they just want to know. I want to know what's that? What's this? What's that? And none of it is out of out of out of like it's not malice it's not malice or yeah. anything like that. They genuinely want to know why is your hand like that. I genuinely want to know. And and where else can you? ask questions like that as a child and get away with it. I think if you, <laughs> and, and, but, but kids are kind that way. They're they are, they're just inquisitive. They're just inquisitive. So I think yeah. if, if we could take a cue from that as far as a cult of kindness and mm-hmm. act like kid, like kid, like curiosity when you enter something, because I yes. know even when I have a, an adult that's standing in front of me mm-hmm. is asking me questions, I can pick out that demeanor and see if they are just really curious or are they just trying to figure it out. Well, yes. I've already figured it out. You just be curious about it. So. Yeah, I'm kind of introducing you to it. <laughs> yes, I'm introducing to it. Yeah, so you, I'll answer questions, but don't try to figure this out because this is not for you to figure out, to be quite honest. You can you can Google certain things that I'll give you and yes. I'll give you information, but this is my journey and yes. I, I'm okay with I'm okay sharing you, with you some of the things I've been through, but don't try to fix me. Don't try to fix me. And I think that's way the, the, the antithesis of being a person that's different celebrates your difference you know i know earlier we were talking and you were saying and i know this about you you favor friendships with women because they're more nurturing and you were saying when you're speaking with men they're trying to figure out your situation what you can or can't do can and cannot do and it's not coming from a place like a child with a little like you said because they want to know to make themselves feel better Sometimes, oh. and then, but and I'm speaking in generalities right now, but yeah. it, it, it is a thing, and I think they're speaking. They're asking because they want to know if that happens to me, what mm. am I able to do? <laughs> so, yes, yeah. and that's why so, it was so valuable. Like you speaking to those students yesterday. Uh, number one, these are the children who will grow up and go to restaurants, and you'll go into a restaurant, or mm-hmm. if not you, uh, someone that was 14 like you were at that time. And mm-hmm. no one will bat a lash. It will be natural. They they won't. I mean, you know, we've been in restaurants together and folks have come up and done some things that uh, I thought that was remarkable. They asked things that I just didn't think they were, they were going to ask because I'm so used to uh, uh, things being different in a way that I've just gotten used to over 38 years. Mm-hmm. But they were asked a question, um, where were we? And a gentleman or young lady did something and I just didn't expect it. But oh, yeah. it was... It was something, and I just was like, "Wow, I really appreciate that." I mean, they, yeah, yeah they, they went out of their oh, way. Oh, we were to... going to Smashburger, and before we oh, got in, yes, mm-hmm. he was already going to get the key to unlock the elevator so that you could go down. Already, and I was like, "That is so freaking cool." Mm-hmm. I mean, that made me feel uh, so. And, and we, you know, we didn't need it because we were taking, we we're, were getting food to go and everything. But yeah. it was just so nice the fact that I went into a restaurant. Um, and the moment I went through those doors, this young person was like, hey. Look, before you even I, got through them. that was the got through the doors, exactly. Yeah. And they were in the back and they were coming back up front. Hey, uh, my manager's getting the, the uh, getting the, uh, the the key for the ramp. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I don't need it. But yeah, thank you so much. It's awesome. so cool. It reminds me, I have to write a Yelp review. <laughs> oh, yeah, you totally do. But yeah, it's like you... You know, a number of those students raised their hand when you asked if they knew anyone disabled. 
the thing mm-hmm. is you don't know what their experience is with those people with a disability no. and as excited as they were about you and had so many questions you offered sunshine and kindness and yeah. so they'll grow up or just they will leave school that day having a completely mm-hmm. different point of view and they're like, I know a guy that came to our school who's in a wheelchair. Mm. And it will be all positive. It is. And that, that to me is kindness with a legacy. Because yes. now you have planted a seed. 350 and students. 350 seeds. And yes. that is from the, the uh, other type of variant of, uh, of, of viral, of viral uh, things that can go through this world instead of COVID yes. is that kindness is viral. So, and you take I can't do the math, but you take 350 kids mm. and divide it by whatever, and that that's the people that they influence, people yes. that they 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 influence, and you multiply it, multiply it. So oh, we yes. we planted so many seeds yesterday. We I know that's so that positive seeds. domino effect that I'm always talking about. And I mean, 350 seeds. That's and like you said, they're all going to go out into different environments. They, they're talking to somebody else. I mean, yes. they, they're at the playground and you know, like they, they may look around and say to themselves, hey, you know, I like playing, and but my friend Jimmy or or Todd or, or Jane or what have you, she can't play here. I want to play with my friend. Absolutely. And, it, it, it's just, and then they start getting things together, which I've seen before yes. of, of children getting together so they can play with their friends oh, and yeah. be, have a disability. And, and I know, you know you know, I was telling you, my dad expressed that when he was a little boy, that he said that uh, maybe the little boy had polio in the class mm-hmm. and he was in a wheelchair. And, you know, they're all like little kids. And he said they would run from the person. But mm. it was because they didn't have someone like you school them. To stand them, yes. yes. Well, you remember one of the little boys, I don't know if you heard him or not, but he asked me, had I, had I, had I been bullied before? And uh, Oh, yeah, my, you my, Yeah, my response was no, I hadn't. And I told him that, you know, uh, that says a lot more about the person's bullying because if they feel inadequate in a way that they have to go uh, literally across the street to do this to somebody else, and metaphorically speaking, yes. but to do that to somebody else, that says more about them than it does the actual person that they're bullying. And I, and yes. I told him, I said, you know, if anything, I would feel bad for that person. Oh and my gosh, I know. They have to act a certain way and to do something to somebody else so they can feel a certain way. So yeah. if anything, I just told them that I feel I feel bad for that person. So, you know, you may want to just kind of leave them alone or just, you know, just kind of stay out of their way or, you know, what have you. And, but to answer his question, I told him no. But I, and after I sat there for a few minutes and I, I think to myself, God, that, that, that must be a terrible thing mm-hmm. to go to school, to be any kind of different mm-hmm. and to right. be bullied, bullied for it, to be targeted because you are different. Yes. And so, yeah, that was something else. And you know, we've talked about, I've been different my whole life. I'm a 43-year-old, able-bodied black woman, but I've always been different. Yes, you are. (laughs) You know, and it's like, I have tried to conform into quote-unquote normal. It was Mm. weird. It was not me. And how I can best be, or how I can best show up in this world is Mm. to be my unique, kind self. Genuine self. I mean, I think that people deal with other people when they know fully what they're getting. Yes. Um, when you uh, walk around or for that matter, navigate this world and you put only half of your menu out, mm-hmm. that's cool. Cause not every, like you said, not everybody needs to come in. But oh. if you walk around and your menu is limited, when that person sees you, 
they're going to treat you with a limited option because they're, <laughs> yeah, like, they're gonna be like, uh, this is like a, a happy hour menu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what to do here. Should I engage with this person? I don't know. So, I mean, you have to make yourself presentable. You At do. least I do presentable. Yes. So somebody will approach you kind so and you, approachable yes exactly <laughs> and if you don't want to be but you know i know my father used to tell me you know it's a lot of uh folks that are locked up they can't yeah. get out of the house yeah. and uh you know they are incarcerated mm-hmm. uh you get to leave and experience public be out in public yes um, if i don't want to be bothered i have the luxury of not going outside right um, and sometimes if i don't want to be bothered i i just simply just have to keep things a little bit let let myself know that okay Stuart you've gone out into the world you may not want to be bothered but the person that saw you on Monday they're expecting the same person that they saw on Monday so just because just because you're having a problem (laughs) you may want to give them a heads up and say hey look uh, Larry or whatever I'm having such a good day today yeah You, you know so but don't mislead that person and think, make that person think that everything's okay and then you snap at them it's oh, like whoa yeah. whoa where did this come from it's, it's like so with the un- guy being bullied yes yeah, <laughs> so yeah it, it, it can be it can be challenging to go out there but you know sometimes you have to put on that smile and then look out and look out at the world and just think Thank God for little favors thank the universe oh, yeah. for little favors I mean you know speaking to um, uh, Brooke who happens to be uh, on an art commission with me also. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was telling me about her, her knee. And her knee sounded, I'm hoping she's gonna be okay. But I had to tell her, you know, I, I hear you, and I hear you speaking about, you know, your knee and what you may be going through. And it's all all, all pain is valid to me. Yes. But I was I had to remind her, you still have a leg. Yes, <laughs> yes. You still have a leg to take it slow, don't <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it was, and she was, you know, full disclosure, she wasn't doing it in a way that was just like, you know, oh, my poor knee or anything. Sure. Like that. She wasn't growling in it. But I allow her that, you know, you allow that to happen, at least from my point of view. I right. allow it to happen because you got to get that out. And like I said, everybody wants to be validated. Yes. And seen. And um, my thing was, you know, okay, we can talk about that. But let's talk about the bigger picture. You were just entered into my world. You were telling me about the 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 having to use the uh, the plates or the thing to activate the doors and and how oh, heavy yes. did that. Okay, well, I'm telling you now, we can stop a little bit because you've had your wine and cheese, yeah. and I can appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> and I can appreciate that. But hey, wine look, yes, wine and cheese. Yes, wine and cheese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that. And I'm like, hey, look, Brooke, you still got legs. So, you know, when you come back from your appointment, Mm -hmm. you still can walk through the door, you know. So, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I I think that, you know, uh, a lot of times people, we take things that we have for granted Mm -hmm. and, you know, we want to kind of bark it back like, oh, this is the worst problem ever. Everybody goes through stuff. It's called the the human experience. Yes. You got to go through something, you know, so it's always. It's what makes life worth living those experiences yes Yes. if you i just want to ask your listeners if you were to get up and have the same exact thing every at every point like at 111 you do such and such the 112 you do such and such if you did that and with without fail every minute of your day how boring would your day be (laughs) very 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 (laughs) so you have to step out and break your norms Mm -hmm. so you can get into a, a, a headset or mindset 
of receiving kindness and giving it back. So yes, I think that you know that's that's just my two cents. I don't know. Let me shut up. That's no, one hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, I mean, you know, your parents—they uh, were so instrumental, as they are with most everyone. Parents are in our lives, and mm-hmm. your parents, uh, in their own snarky and quirky and fun way, they gave you so many great tools and. And this is the wonderful individual that we have before, before us today who can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, school the littles. The littles, the littles, <laughs> you know. the bigs. The bigs, the littles, <laughs> all in between. You know, I think that, uh, um, you know, I'm in a very good position, uh, you know, as far as with my life. I've lived enough life to know that I know the things that I don't want in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know what I, I don't want people who are negative. I don't want people who are unkind, people who are purposely going out into the world and put out neg- putting out negative vibes. I can only deal with that type of person for so long. And then I yeah. think they become a threat because you are, are violating my happiness. And I cannot have that because if I am to, to flourish and everything else, I need to have kind and nice people around me. And, yes. that, and when I say kind, I, and I don't want to paint the picture of like, you know, everything's Pollyanna. You just put people around you as Pollyanna, but you want to have a, a, re, a positive re, a re, re, uh, affirmations. Yes, and you want people to that have, receive you. Yes, and people that you can go back and forth with. And if you don't agree, you can, that's where the conversation starts and you come back and do it again. Yes. You can do it in a way that you both respect one another. Yeah. You know, so, and it's it's coming from a place of kindness. I don't want to hurt your feelings because why? Come on, why am I hurting somebody's feelings that I care for? Why? Yes. <sighs> and then you know that's the positive domino effect. And I, I'm like I said, you you always are kind, and I, it's greatly appreciated. And like I said, you planted those 350 seeds yesterday. I know. I know. Let's say we we because like I said, I think that they saw you and. You know, they they completed a picture of okay, this man has a significant other, right. and she's making him happy, and that completes the picture for some of those individuals. Yeah. So, you know, and it also that, shows you can have what you think of as a standard normal life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, that that is something that uh, you know when we are old and you were in a wheelchair next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you won't need one, just need a cane or something. So right. I'm you're rocking your If I need one, but it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And it's one of those things that we'll see one of those kids who's probably older now and they're like, hey, you're Marcy, you're Stuart. Remember yeah, when I was such and such class. age? Yeah. Oh, that, that to me is that that's the reason why I do stuff because I mean, nowadays, you know, there are so many people that are looking to to yell and scream, but they're mm-hmm. screaming so many negative things. I don't mind you scream. I don't mind if you scream, but at least scream some good stuff. Like, I'm glad I'm alive. <laughs> How about that? Pizza for everyone. <laughs> Pizza for everyone. You know, and 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 life is not going to be a, a visit to Chuck E. Cheese every day. But come on, <laughs> it can be for just one day. It can be, and you can look forward to that day again, because if you live your life the right way and you uh, imply all of the uh, kindness that Marcy is teaching you and everything else in this masterclass, then you can have that kindness every day, but you just have to want to want to be a part of that. You have to want to be a part of it. Well, that's hopefully, you know, 
hopefully there's more people who want to be a part of that solution i do i think yeah. i really do i really i'm i'm like Anne frank i i think that uh, uh in spite of everything i think there's good in everybody's heart and i'm probably uh, messing up that uh, quote but uh, <laughs> but yeah she 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 used to say in spite of everything i still believe in the kindness or the mm. good-hearted man yes and uh, this was a woman who a child let's just say that went through the holocaust and so how kind do you need to be with the, let's take that attitude that she was around people who had who would who would most likely to have joy to see her die yes. but she remained remained in two years uh, if I'm correct in living in a small space and she still remained to be optimistic Absolutely. and still uh, having faith in her fellow man yes While people are dying in camps it's, it's so, so admirable the strength mm, level oh. yes yes and people, we don't like flexing that i'm sorry i do but yeah uh, and you do and your your army does but people yes. you need to flex that kind of flex the fact that kindness that, yes and strength yeah, yes. yes flex that you're standing in the middle of hell and you're smiling oh my that's, gosh yes damn that that's a boss stuff right there i know that's boss <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, well, as always, you are sunshine when you are on here, and you have so much. Thank you. You have so much information, and you're, you know, I know you to be kind, and so many other people do. And it, it's just always a joy to have you on because there, you have so much information that's helpful for so many. Oh, I do things, and I, I know stuff, and I just like to open my mouth and speak here and there, and. Hopefully something will come out that you can use. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> well, all I hope that you enjoyed uh, this month's book of the month, and uh, I'll read it. <laughs> please, yes, it's right there. The body keeps the score. Mm, okay, That's I like that title. Cult. Yes. <laughs> That's a pretty cool title. I like that. <laughs> I know. And for November, we will also have a wonderful book of the month. I'm looking forward to the having um, other therapists on in the month of November. Mm -hmm. I'm always so happy to have you all on this journey with me, uh, baby Stuart. Talk yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being on. I no love problem. You. I love you too, sweetheart. I do. I really do. All right, all. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, hopefully you talk to me right now because I'm <laughs> oh my gosh I mean the right. audience oh okay all right I was like where are you going no, I'm oh my gosh all right all take care love you love you